2: Here we go. It is our first spring practice edition of the Vol report brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden with Jacob Warren and plenty of things to talk about some possible emerging stars at tight end as we expected. Sometimes no surprise is a good surprise and we'll talk about Tennessee the first week uh, under their belt and uh, first day in pads Jacob Warren. How are you, sir? Can't complain.
1: Like I said, first day in pad, so a little sore, a little tired, but feeling good, man. I'm, I'm having a good time.
2: Feels good to get out there and rolling, I would imagine. I was asking Cooper about this before spring practice began. At what point do you get tired of hitting the same guy over and over? Or is, When does that happen? That's the biggest part of spring ball is just
1: like <laughs> there's no good, like, game to play for, right? You're not <laughs> competing against anyone else. It's just going to be you and your buddies and you know, it gets to the point where, like, you know, the, the defense is becoming the other team. And so, it, obviously, things get heated or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, just going against the same people every day. Obviously, you get to learn their strengths, learn their weaknesses, and try to help each other get better. Um, that's a step, I think, that we've kind of taken recently is, you know, if if a linebacker beats me on a pass rush or something, it's I can go to him now comfortably and say, hey, like, what exactly did I do, you know, that that told you you should do this? or Or if I, you know – Whatever it may be, beat somebody on a route. They'd be like, hey, what exactly? Like, what is I doing something wrong? Did I open my hips the wrong way? And and, and it's awesome that we're able to kind of help each other um, in that regard. But yeah, spring ball is definitely,
2: man, it gets kind of monotonous and gets kind of kind of,
1: you know, repetitive, just hitting the same guys, but that's part of it.
2: Yep, not, not there yet since uh, just the first week. And uh, I, I personally hope the temperature warms up for you. We, we talked about that earlier. We got to get warm out here. That helps you get the best conditioning. You need like, what, 102 degrees. Man, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. Yeah, but no, nah, I think a little bit warmer would be nice for sure. <laughs> not 102 yeah, no. with a high humidity level. All right, so let, let's dig into this because there are some specific guys I want to ask you about, but I'm curious now that you've been through spring camp several times, how quickly you can figure out that newcomers, in this case, midterm enrollees yeah. are going to fit in. Do first impressions mean a lot or does it kind of take a progression through camp to say, Hey, that that guy's going to really help us. Yeah. I think that there, there's kind of two parts of it when you say fit in, right. Fit in. I
1: think the first thing I think is just how is the person, you know, as a person, Right. Do they fit into our culture? Do they fit into, you know, our tight end room or do they fit into the wide receivers room? Are they gelling really well with the guys? And, and I think that, you know, if a kid's able to do that, if they're able to have a lot of, you know, comfortability and, and, and just, you know, fit in well within a position group, I think they also end up fitting well on the field, right? If they're, if they're, you know, a good talent and they're actually, you know, put the work in. Um, but yeah, you got a lot of guys that come out and are just exciting to watch, and, and you don't really know what you're going to get a lot of times. But you know, obviously, very early in, in spring camp, they get opportunities to go compete, and um, it's cool to just watch them, and cool to watch them. I think make mistakes too, and just kind of be able to to coach them up, to bring them along, and um, just watch them learn, watch watch that light bulb go off in their head of oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense, or or, or oh, I never thought of it that way, um, whatever it may be. So
2: it's been good. I listened to Joe Milton's press conference. Already in the beginning of January, I think he, he his goal was to assume the reins of this team, but that's just amplified in the first week of spring camp. And he certainly seems confident, like he's he's able to do that or, or going to do that. Yeah, Joe's always
1: going to be that way, right? And that's how that's how Joe is. Joe's very, you know, not even cocky. He's just truly confident in in his work and his preparation and and the position that he's in, and you know. He's sitting there, you know, saying, Look, I stayed around and, and I'm, I'm here and I'm, I stayed to be the guy. Um, so obviously, he's going to go and compete and do everything he can to, to I guess, hold that spot, if you want to call it that.
2: And then, then you had uh, Nico come out this week. I think he started with uh, basically throwing fourth team reps. I'm sure, I mean, he, I don't think he's going to be fourth team in the fall. Uh, I just go I'll go out on a limb, Jacob. But it is important exactly. to bring him along when so much hype has been associated with his recruitment and signing.
1: Yeah, for sure. And and I think it's important that, you know, he does take those fourteen reps, right? Because now he learns how to how to play, right? That's when you learn how to play, is when you're playing with all different types of people, different speeds, different, you know, people getting out of their breaks at different times and you know, different pass rushers coming at you, different offensive linemen working with. So um yeah man i think that you know regardless of where the guys end up on the depth chart i think it's, it's awesome that you know it's awesome that he's going with the fours right or whatever it may be like that that's good for him so two uh
2: two super exciting guys in your tight end room because you, you could use another running mate that's how it worked so well for sure. last year with you and princeton Fant. now uh princeton's gone but one in particular that I just hear rave reviews on, and his athleticism. And I heard this before he showed up on campus, but now Ethan Davis. Just your thoughts on what you've seen out of that young man? Yeah, he he came in and and was one of those guys, like I said, talking about fitting in. Um, was just
1: very willing, right? Very willing to to get to know us and to and to learn about you know each of us and you know and wasn't I don't know. It, sometimes you get freshmen that come in and they're kind of closed off and you know, maybe recruiting has told them one thing about how they are and who they are and, and whatever, and they don't like it when they get here and they're now on the bottom of the totem pole, whatever. But, man, never got that from Ethan. I think he's, you know, been a guy that's just kind of put his head down and, and you know, has struggled, right, at times, as the same way I do, and continues to struggle now, but um, actually listens. I think and actually knows, you know what I mean, what's good for him as a player, you know what I mean, and, and allowing everybody to just have – you know, influence and impact and, and teach him things. And, and he's learning things on his own as he's playing more. Um, but, yeah, you mentioned it, man, just his athleticism, I think, makes up for a lot of mistakes for him. Um, you know, a guy kind of like like Princeton Fant last year, you know, couldn't make a mistake, but is so athletic and just so fast, full speed is running, um, can make it right. And, and I think that's a really big part of, of being a tight end and, and being a tight end in the system is being able to make things right. Um and just we say solve problems with aggression and solve problems with with effort, right? So um, he's kind of taken to that really well, and it's good to see.
2: I, I was talking to a, a a scout, and he he said his thoughts on Ethan when I asked him to look at the tape is that mm-hmm. just the the physical upside, the physical ability is is certainly there. What what do you make of that? How would you describe his his top end, so to speak?
1: Yeah, I mean, man. Sky's the limit, right? I think that whoever it was was right on. Um, I think that he's someone that just is blessed with abilities that a lot of the other people, you know, might not have and, and lucky for him. But at the same time, you know, he's got to be able to, you know, have everything else as well, right? You can't just go out there and be athletic. Um, but, yeah, man, the guy, the guy's, you know, strong for his age and, and fast and quick and, and twitchy and can get in and out of breaks. And so it just be a matter of understanding how to control his body and, and control his, you know, whatever, without getting too far into it, being able to, to use his body uh, eff- efficiently and effectively and all those things.
2: Yeah, and I, I, I would imagine that that is a challenge because you rely on your athleticism in high school and you're going to yeah. dominate yeah. most of the time. But uh, the, it, clearly tied in, I don't, I don't mean it's a finesse position, but there are finesse aspects of playing mm-hmm. tied in that you've you, you've got to learn from a fundamental standpoint.
1: Yeah. And that's everybody, man. That's, you know, what you see so many times is you see a guy in high school. Like, I I think I was the same way. Right. Just purely just bigger, more athletic, just better at the game. Right. Than a lot of the people that I was going up against. And then you get somewhere like here and, and the whole room is full of those guys. Right. I was one of those guys. McCown was one of those guys. Everybody in our room was that guy at their own high school. So you have to kind of come in and respect the fact that, like, hey, these guys are that guy, and they also have been in the system for four, five, three years and, and know a lot, right, and know what I want to know. So, um, yeah, man, he, he's been he's been great on that aspect, though, for sure.
2: The thing that you said to me before we got rolling is he just – he may not be bigger, but he seems bigger when he puts on the pads. He seems to, to, to fill out, and he, he seems like the – he physically is a natural fit from the get. Is that, is that a good way of phrasing that? Yeah. He doesn't look like he just stepped
1: foot on a college campus. I think is kind of the best way to say he looks like he's been, you know what I mean? In, a, in our program for what, maybe not, you know, five years, whatever, but he looks like he's, you know, obviously not, I don't know about predictions, like ready to play or whatever, but the guy is, is impressive just for being his age and just getting on campus and all this stuff. So um, yeah, definitely. I think more, more physically, um, I don't know what the word would be, but develop maybe. Sure. Right. Whenever, whenever he's out there, I think people are kind of surprised by how, how big he is and how, you know, he just look he just looks like a good football player. So.
2: And, and then McAllen Castles obviously mm. transfers in. Um, you've been high on him from the get and his willingness. Um, now that you've seen him out there running around and one day in pads, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, McAllen
1: great friend, man. Just, first of all, just like, like we mentioned earlier, um, came in and, and and could have taken the route of of you know I'm the new guy and I don't necessarily care to you know get involved and kind of put myself out there. But from the you know from the get go, man, just kind of was open and and was willing to you know let us poke fun at him, right? And like he'll go right back at us. And and you know spending time outside of football together and and just kind of i mean i get it right he's coming from california right he's looking for <laughs> probably looking for friends right so it's just, it was great that we were able to bond and, and make that good connection but um yeah man just being out there with him is is fun and he actually told me <laughs> something earlier he was he was slipping around a little bit when we were running routes and he's like dude i've never played on grass before like this is so crazy like i'm like i keep falling and i'm like what you've never, you've never played on grass what do you mean like what does that even mean <laughs> He's like, dude, I'm from Northern California where it snows every five days. Like, they can't have grass. I mean, uh, I guess that makes sense, right? So I guess he's played on turf his whole life. And so he's so used to that. And, man, just stuff like that and, and just watching him kind of adapt and, and develop. And um, obviously he's a he's an older guy, right? He's the same age as me and so has played a lot of ball. But I don't think has been quite, um, you know, developed as much as – you he would have been if he was here right just the attention to detail and everything that we do whether it's you know where your foot's getting placed whenever you're run blocking or or how to make a cut at the top of the route or or whatever just as kind of one of those guys that just relied on his athleticism and and um obviously was you know i think maybe the best or one of the best guys coming out of of that division and or his conference or whatever it may be um and gets here and man, he gets a hold of a like you know, a playbook and, and some really good coaching and, and the guy is starting to flourish. So um super happy for him.
2: How Jacob's role might continue to change, brought to you by Bassi Lawn and Garden. It is the Vol report. Vassy Lawn and Garden has the industrial mowers, the commercial mowers, they've got the residential as well. But if you're thinking industrial commercial in particular, or maybe you're restocking your fleet or you're starting a whole new company and you're in Knoxville, Nashville, Chattanooga, doesn't matter, man alive, it's worth the drive. Bassi. Lawn and garden, they've got it all right there. Man alive, it is worth the drive. So your role last year consisted of you and Princeton Mm -hmm. alternated pretty much every series. So I, I, I assume that's the way Josh Heupel would like for things to go moving forward. But if it came down to it and you had to play two of three or three of four, there needed to be more Jacob for whatever reason. Yeah, Is that something just physically from a conditioning standpoint that you would you would be able to do? Yeah, I mean, I think
1: that that's – you find yourself in the games, right, super tired during the drives, right? Obviously, we're going for – we're going up-tempo. We're going fast. It um, takes a lot of conditioning, a lot of just toughness, right? So by the end of the drive, like, you're you're gassed, right? But, I mean, you come over to the sideline. Our defense is out there for, you know, five, six minutes, whatever it may be. Catch your breath. I'm like, you're good, right? You're good to go. And I think that, you know, there was some games last year where, you know, I was asked to do – to take more reps, right? Just because of maybe somebody would like, say P-Fant was a little banged up or, or something was going on that he, you know what I mean? Wasn't taking as many reps. Like that's where the other guys got to step up. And there was times where P-Fant did the same thing for me, right? If I have something banged up or, or you know, can't go every other one, um, you know, he stepped up for me in the same way. So I think that, you know, it's definitely a possibility and, and whatever happens, happens. I think that, you know, we truly want to be balanced. We want to be able to get in and out of 12 personnel. We want to be able to do all these different things and, and have a lot of depth in our room. Um, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's a matter of getting the job done. And if that's me doing two thirds, then that's me doing two thirds, whatever, maybe. So.
2: Yeah, and I'm curious too how much give and take there is, not only just you, but every position between the coaches and the players. Yeah. I know running back because you guys swap in and out a lot, but curious how much conversation is during the game, hey, can can you go here? How do you feel? That sort of thing. No, it's big, man. And it's big whenever you have,
1: like, another guy that can right? Like, that was every single drive last year. It was our assistant coming up and saying, like, hey, like, you're you're ready to roll? Like, yeah, I'm ready to go. All right, cool. Go ahead. Or – just coming up to us and having our conversations about, you know, adjustments or whatever we're making, and you'd be like, Jay, you're up next. Like you're good to go, and I'm like, yes. Or if I if I'm truly not, I'd be like, no, I'm not good to go. And then it would be Princeton that would go. Like that's kind of just how it flowed and how it worked. And um, luckily, man, not been any egos and not been any you know type of of whatever you know based on reps. And so. Um, yeah I'm just lucky to be in, in a healthy system like that that we can communicate and just be super open and clear about how we feel at the moment because at the end of the day like they want the best version of the Tennessee offense on the field at all times and if I can't be my best then I don't need to be on the field I and mean, it's pretty simple right
2: so but you just, have to you have to also be honest. With them, even yeah. though it could maybe hurt your numbers or your production, yeah, if if you're gassed, you're gassed. I promise you i would rather be honest than be on that field. <laughs> feeling like I'm about to
1: fall over, you know, so so I, i'm I'm totally cool. It's just about being you know having some humility and being humble and just telling the truth, like man, I can't go, and that's all right. That doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you you know not strong or not tough. It's just how it is. so
2: any hint of fullback that princeton fan played last year any hint can you give me any insight to that man i don't
1: know if that's my game man i don't know if that's my, <laughs> i don't know if that's me <laughs> we'll see dude i don't know maybe but i don't know i haven't been at running back since i was seven years old so i don't know if that's necessarily you know what i'm going to be doing but we'll see again if if that's what it takes to, to win the game <laughs> i think that's what we're going to be doing so Oh, why do you say that's not your game? Why, why do you say that? I think you could do that. I don't know. Having a, a six foot six, six seven with you know, lanky, longer guy in the running in the backfield is a little bit different than having your, you know, your tank of Princeton fan, you know, running that ball. So, I don't know. That's just how I see it. But maybe other people see it differently.
2: Well, it I'll give you that. Okay, yeah. so it is a little bit more difficult to win. It's in more of, a,
1: more of a center of gravity thing.
2: <laughs> more of a balance
1: more of a center of gravity you know what i mean all that stuff so
2: that's true that's true i can certainly see that um well now that you're you're in the zone you you, you feel like you've got the routine of uh practice down uh as as you move forward can you just kind of discuss what you, what you want to continue to improve on in particular with the receivers that you guys did lose is there an opportunity for the tight ends to pick more of the Receiving slack up after the the guys that went on to the NFL.
1: Yeah, I think I mean you look at it and and the guys that are not here anymore have been I wouldn't say replaced right because you know, they're people but you know we're we're going to work to fill those roles right the same way that they that they did last year. Um, but man, I think just becoming more of a, of a viable option right and, and putting yourself in the position to where it's saying hey would I rather throw to Jay or would I rather throw to you know somebody else? It's third down and seven right. Like I want to be in the position where I'm being trusted to throw that, to get thrown that ball. Right. Last year, when we needed a big play, they trusted Jalen Hyatt to just run by somebody and go catch it. So it's just a matter of what, what I'm doing, you know, rather than you know, whatever, what else is doing and what the coaches are saying, as long as, you know, I can make it undeniable that I'm the best option at, at any given point or whatever. Um, then yeah, the balls will come our way as a tight end group. Um, yeah, just me personally, I think, um, that right becoming an option more frequently right joe i think joe enjoys you know throwing the ball to the tight end so you know, that's nice um but just working myself to the point where i'm just playing smart right and and, and finding space and being able to play off guys and uh, make the right decisions really quick and, and, and do all these different things that'll give me opportunity to catch the ball um and then secondly you know abes coming from you know being a, a former o-lineman himself o-lineman tight end fullback type guy and Working with the offensive line last year is, is just really drilling home, you know, our run game footwork and, and just our fits and how and how we, you know, fit on second levels versus backers versus the linemen and all this stuff. So just continuing to, to, to focus on that and really get comfortable and confident in, in that new footwork. So
2: talking about um, Alec Haleman, for those that don't know that guy, yeah. got the tight end position after being yeah. an analyst, I know you're really high on him. Great stuff, as always. Get to Bass, Elon, and Garden Man Alive. It's worth the drive. He's Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. As, yes. I can't
1: believe you haven't said anything about my mustache yet.
2: Well, I, did, I was trying to remember for sure if you That's had crazy. one. What is what is going on with a mustache? I <laughs> figured that'd be
1: the first thing you would tell me. So, well, what well,
2: my, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, I felt, I've had failed attempts at facial hair.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's nothing, man. It, we, all the tight ends are doing it for spring ball. I was like, look, guys, mandatory mustaches. If you come to if you come to meetings tomorrow without one, then you have to transfer. So everybody showed up with a mustache, and now it's the biggest freaking joke on the team. Everybody w- wants to say something about it, but
2: it's so fun. this is just a tight end thing, or is this growing beyond? It's just a tight end thing, and all the guys
1: are like, dude, I might, I might shave one now. I'm like, no, nope. you're not allowed to. Tight ends, tight ends only. So
2: free tight. How how bushy are you gonna let it get?
1: I don't know, dude. That's the thing is do I want to keep shaving it, right? Because obviously you see it's kind of growing back on me. But do I want to keep shaving it and keep up with it, or do I want to just kind of let it go and just kind of let be like, oh, it was fine. So I don't know. We'll see. I get mixed reviews on it for
2: sure. You need like the bar handle. Is that what they call them, the That's twirls? Cool. Cool. I get the little Fu Manchu or something. Hey, now, still in telling you, I was rocking a goatee when I met my wife. There so. you go. That was awesome. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> I was, I
1: was going to say something real mean there, Dave, but I didn't. Wait,
2: <laughs> <Right? laughs> covered up my second chin at the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Jacob, great stuff as always. The ball report brought to you by Vassie Lawn and Garden. We'll do a mustache check next week we go. to see if it, it remains. Yeah. Uh, so the goal is to get it through all of spring camp, right? Ah, man, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it gets itchy after a while. He's, okay. he's Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker, a presentation of Off the Oak Sports.
0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DPW approved. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 18 plus.